Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. McUltra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. You know, that confidence can compound, but I also think it's earned every single week, you know, and, and every single week is a new week. Um, but I do think it's important to be able to, you know, continue to improve, continue to take steps in the right direction. I think we've done that as a football team. I think the offense has done that. Outstanding mixture of variety schematically, outstanding uh, personnel, really on all three levels of the defense. And so when you combine personnel, great scheme, um, ability to be able to, you know, have depth when they do rotate. And I think Matthew's done a great job of distributing the ball, um, you know, being able to change up a bunch of different phases of our pass game to get different guys involved for us to be efficient. Um, so, now you always want to be able to keep your quarterback clean, Greg, pick and choose your spots. They've got, you know, a bunch of different backs that they can rotate. But I just think the leadership, you know, the playmaking ability, he's a winner. And I think you're really seeing him do a great job. You know, I, I don't know if it is or isn't, but there's a lot more opportunities to evaluate him getting through progressions. Uh, Sean McVay is who we just heard from, the head coach of the L.A. Rams, who come to Baltimore riding a three-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty significant underdogs. And we'll see how it goes. Weather might not be ideal. We'll give you the AccuWeather forecast later on in the week. But he was talking about Lamar Jackson and the way that he incorporates things offensively. And we can talk about what he does with quarterback rating and the legs and everything that he brings to the equation as we sit here on December the 6th. And Lamar, one of the uh, the favorites to win the MVP for now. Things right. could change over the next few weeks. But he talked about him from a leadership perspective. And Lamar Jackson is respected not only by his teammates on the offensive side of the ball, but by the guys on the defensive side of the ball. Lamar Jackson has made it clear to anyone who will listen, his ultimate goal, not MVPs, not 5,000 yards. I'm sure he'd like to do that, I guess, because it'd be something to brag about. But his ultimate goal as an NFL player, Mm -hmm. because he's already achieved individual success, is to win the Super Bowl. So now as the Rams come to town, the Ravens are 9-3. and the number two seed in the AFC controlling their own destiny, basically because you've got Jacksonville, maybe minus Trevor Lawrence for that game. Maybe 
I would with a high ankle sprain, Bob. I would say probably. Doug Peterson is making it talk about. Well, they just put a band aid on it. Well, who? What guy were we talking about? Harbs says, "Oh, he's playing. He's you know. I mean, coaches do that because they want the other team sure, to prepare." But for, but for not to digress too yeah. much, but for Lawrence, it wasn't as bad as it looked on Monday night. Yeah, that was ugly when he got stepped on. But you got Jacksonville, who would have been the number one seed if they would have beat Cincinnati, which they didn't. You got Miami next to last game of the season, who right now is the number one seed in the AFC. So they have all of these teams in front of them that if they win against, mm-hmm. they they control their own destiny. No doubt. Lamar owns the NFC, not to dismiss LA, who's won three in a row. You have the Steelers at the back end of the schedule, and it's a rivalry game, and the Ravens already lost to them. And who knows what the picket situation will be. But again, it's Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I don't think it really matters. That's always a competitive game. Yep. But Vinny, we were talking about it yesterday. Every team on the Ravens schedule has hopes to get to the playoffs. No doubt. And some, Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami, are virtual locks to get in to yeah. the playoffs. I mean, they they got a tough schedule. They, their schedule is is really hard. And like you were talking about the upcoming opponent, the Rams. I mean, the Rams at 6 and 6. They they've got Bob, when you really look at the Rams schedule, they feel like I guess they can get in with 9 maybe 10 and losing to the Ravens. You look at who they've got next. You know, because they play the Niners last and the Niners may not need it. And then they could get to ten, but they can they they've got some easy games coming up. The Rams do because I I think this is going to be a difficult one for the Rams. I mean, I Ravens coming in fresh, and Harbs is good after buys, and we saw what this team how they played and performed with rest last game. And you know, like you said, Bob, I, I saw a sixty-two and seventy-five percent chance of rain for Sunday, so that's. That's kind of and I and I I, I want to say staff I got to look up Norm look up Stafford's hand size from the combine I, I think he struggles with a wet ball you know so which would be great mm-hmm. which would be and the Ravens Lamar doesn't have a problem in the rain no so I I think advantage Ravens there yeah and if he has to hightail it out of Dodge then so be it because he certainly can do that yep. as well if not better than any quarterback in the National Football League but the leadership skills is what Sean McVay has noticed. And he also talked about his quarterback, Matt Stafford, and he's played well the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. If you look at his numbers overall, they're not all that great. But the last two weeks, he's been dealing a little bit, but mentioning the fact that L.A.'s got to keep him clean. Ravens lead the NFL in sacks, and Matt Stafford not as mobile as he was when he came out of Georgia as the number one overall pick by the Lions. So if he's under duress, they're in big, big trouble. Yeah, no question. And Bobby's been sacked only 20 times, and he doesn't run it. He's rushed 17 times for 69 yards. So they don't want him to – he doesn't want to run with it because, you know, he's somewhat brittle in that respect. Um, They get the ball out extremely quick, Bob. Watching the film, he ain't holding it long because the two tackles are not great in pass protection. And – and if he's getting pressured, he's getting rid of it. Or he, they run a lot of boots. They they do things to get the ball out quick. And and uh, you know they'll take some shots with Tutu Atwell because that little dude can fly. And uh, Pakua, what's his name? 
Nakua Puka. He's Bob. Other way around. Hakuna Matata. Puka Puka Nakua. I'm telling you what. BYU, baby. He's good. He's he's good. And he's six foot two. So he's and they use him a lot on jet sweeps. They want to run the ball to the out. They they like to get the ball on the outside, is what they like to do. Because their linemen are not really knock you off the ball kind of guys. And I think there's they they got some linemen. I think he's going back to his grandpa's days, you know, Sean McVay, when John was, you know, at the Niners, you know, where we had little linemen because he's got some 285-pound linemen and stuff in there. And the center's not a big guy. And I, I just think that um, Michael Pierce, you know, at about 370, you know, you're going against a guy about 290, you might be able to pick him up. But that ball's going to – that ball's coming out quick, Bob. I mean, they've, you know, you hear him t- scheme and stuff. Yeah, they're schemed to, to protect their quarterback. Yeah, and we'll get into the film study of the Rams. They're winning against Cleveland last Sunday later on in the show. But does Stafford, you know, getting the ball that quick aside, can he still yeah. get it down the field? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was an elite arm talent guy Yeah, coming he, out of college. He still can throw to, he can still throw the deep ball. And, like I said, Bob, he likes to get it to Atwell. But, I mean, um, Puka Nakua, Bob, he's got 407 yak yards. 407 yak. So, I mean, that that dude, he's got uh, three times, basically, as much as anybody on the team. So, he's he is he is their main guy. Cooper Cup is just kind of coming back. You know, he doesn't look fast or explosive like... The other guy, yeah. well, looks fast as hell. And Coop, uh, Cups had a couple significant injuries yes. that have uh, limited his effectiveness for sure. So we also heard John McVay talk about the impressions of the Ravens' defense and with uh, Mike McDonald, Ravens coming in here. We heard John the... McVay talk. We, we've heard voices. Yeah. Did I say John McVay too? Uh, Sean McVay and John Rich McKay and all of But bottom line is that Ravens defense is certainly one of the premier in the NFL and they stop the run, but they can be kind of yeah, and, and, and exploited at times. Right, because where the Ravens get exploited is on the edges. And, what, and the Rams like to exploit on the edges. So that's going to be a challenge for the guys who are going to control the edge. That's Clowney and that's Van Oy and that's Harrison and those guys. So they're going to have to control the edges. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. You want to get in, you can. Ravens, seven and a half point favorite, seven points, depending on what uh, odds makers you prefer over the Rams. L.A. coming west to east. And Vinny, you've said many times, east to west Easier than West to East because the time difference yeah. might be more uh, challenging for the West Coast. Here. Yeah, and West to East. Going East to West, Bob, you don't need to go on Friday because of the t- the time. Going West to East, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you, he's a McVeigh, and uh, he, I'm sure he talked to Grandpa. They'll be out on Friday, you know, because what, what you like is is you get in Friday night. If you're coming from West Coast to East, we would always leave around 5 o'clock California time. So you're leaving at 8, you're getting in around 12, you know, and then you can still get room service or whatever. And then Saturday's a normal day. You get up and it's just your normal day. And then Sunday, you know, you get up and you go. Although it's an 11 o'clock kickoff, this time of the year you've played played, uh, 11 o'clock kickoffs, 
you know, or 10 o'clock kickoffs prior to um, this because it's so late in the year. So we got the Ravens and Rams. Are you worried about this game? The always fun cliche, the trap game tends to rear its ugly head. L.A. has won three in a row. They've got a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, Actually, he's coached them to multiple Super Bowls. They've been to the playoffs. Stafford's a veteran who can improvise and adapt. The Williams kid out of Notre Dame's been a brilliant rookie for them, aside from Puka Nakua out of uh, BYU, of course. Then you have Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. And we had Kevin Allstriker on yesterday, Vinny, before we get to a break. Orioles might be making a move with Craig Kimball, by the way, at the winter meetings. But um, we were talking about, aside from the strength of schedule, which is not advantageous to Baltimore, because everyone, as we said, competing for the playoffs. But where's the weakness of the team? And we both agreed it's the O-line. And maybe in particular, one spot left guard on the blind side. Oh, left tackle. Yeah, unless yeah, we're gonna that side of the line basically. Yeah, we're gonna see where uh, if Ronnie Stanley, you know, what he's feeling like this week. But um, but Aaron Donald, Bob, he'll play end tackle. He's still got explosiveness. They don't have a lot of sacks, and Aaron Donald is pretty much the only guy that gets a lot of pressure, can create pressure on his own. Otherwise, Bob, I mean, Joe Flacco was standing back there you know, eating lunch mm-hmm. when he was throwing it. So they just have a hard time um, getting pressure other than Donald. Donald can win one-on-one um, beating. Like on the first series that they had, I think he had three pressures, Donald did, with Cleveland. And Joe Flacco got his. He got that. Oh, they went down right down the field. Yeah, he got his Flacco howitzer out there for sure. But if you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. As we said, Rockabaco and others reporting live from the winter meetings that the Orioles could be close to a deal with Craig Kimbrell, former all-star closer. He's bounced around a little bit, had a bounce back year for the Phillies. Don't necessarily think he might be the closer for the Orioles, but does add some sort of a quality to the back end of the bullpen. So we'll keep you up to date on everything happening down in Nashville, Maryland tonight, taking on Penn State College basketball, two forward four teams. Neither team looking great as of late. Penn State, a matter of fact, after a forward four a four and zero start, they've lost four in a row, and we've seen Maryland. They were what? We, well, I can't remember. Nolan, we did the stat. There's 362 Division One teams. Maryland's like 359. <laughs> and three-point shooting over a little bit more than 22%. So you can have the game, and you will listen to it here on the fan. But Maryland really needs a win and really needs to get something rolling here momentum-wise for Kevin Willard as we're now into conference play. We got Vinny's Dirty Dozen. We got the People 5. Got some film breakdown of the L.A. Rams. But if you want to get in, now's your chance. 410-583-1057 is the number. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Vinny Haney and old uh, Nolan McGraw wearing a flannel shirt. What a shock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your coworkers. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this Woman Crush Wednesday, you pick the songs, favorite female artist or band. We're going to play it for you. Multiple sources reporting that the Orioles are on the verge of signing veteran closer Craig Kimbrell. So he was a guy that was a big deal back in the 2010s. Six-time All-Star, 332 saves. But he's bounced around a little bit, 35 years old. So we'll see what he brings to the equation. Assuming the deal gets done, 326 earn run average. I mean, I might be a stickler for detail, but as a closer, I think that's rather high. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, your closer, you want that earn run average to be two or below because you're coming in and you're sealing the deal. And yes, he is the guy, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah. with the dopey little crane thing going on when he's delivering. But with Felix Batista out for the entire yeah, get somebody of the 2024 season, I wouldn't think that this will be the closer for the Orioles, but it does bring you some experience, some playoff experience at the back end of your bullpen, depending on what his role might be. Maryland taking on Penn State tonight, as we said. College hoops. The wizard, Walt Williams, will be joining us at 1230. Walt Williams was nothing but buckets when he played, so he probably has to be pulling out what's left of his hair watching Maryland try to put a basket or a basketball through a basket. Penn State, they're scuffling too. Something's got to give. You can hear the game on 105.7. The fan. We'll get to some of the Big Ten scores from last night once we get to the whip around. Ravens, seven-point favorites over the Rams, over under 40-and-a-half for this game. Rams 6-and-6, six six, playoff hopes. Ravens 9-3, number two seed, coming off a bye, back at practice today. Get a better idea. I, all right, they've been off for a week. What's today, Wednesday? Wednesday. So we get an injury report later in the afternoon. It'll be after we're off the air. But no Stanley, no Humphrey. What does that mean? Do we worry like, okay, you've been off for a week. Why aren't you practicing now? That sort of thing. Right. Bob, I would think that today's Wednesday. I would think they either practice Monday or Tuesday also. I mean, they had the whole whole week off. Mm -hmm. They had to get back and do some kind of something. I would think they did something Monday. You know, whether it be weight room, whether it just be getting out there. But maybe... And and you know the coaches already got the game plan together for the Rams. 
I, I would imagine that they practiced on Monday. But the injury reports start coming out Wednesday, today. Yeah. And but, that, if I mean, if Stanley's on it, I'm playing Makari. Yeah? And and you know what? Makari will be he'll be fine in this game. I mean, he'll be fine. He'll have no problem in this game. And and if Ronnie struggles in this game, then he's got some issues coming up because they don't get to the quarterback. Yeah, you got Josh Allen coming up in a couple of weeks. You got yeah. Joey Bosa coming up in a or, or a Nick Bosa rather coming up in a couple of weeks. Another Steelers matchup. I mean, they've got their hands full with some uh, pretty strong pass rushers down the stretch. And is Chubb didn't get hurt, did he? For the Dolphins, I believe he's one of the few that didn't get hurt right. for their. So yeah, so that's another good pass rusher. So yeah, you're exactly right. And then, and then at the end, you know, you got uh, Pittsburgh. So, yeah, he's got from from after the Rams game down the stretch, got a lot of big time. Is this L.A. game a trap game? I know it's a cliche and it gets uh, kind of tired, but when your team loses to a team they're supposed to win, trap game, trap game. You buying it? Let's go to Irvington and bring in Mark. Mark, what's happening? Good morning, fellas. How are you? Wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Good talking to you guys. Listen, one thing that I, nobody's really talking about is the weather. It sounds like it's going to be a monsoon out there. Yeah, I see right um, now 90% rain, 63 is a high, winds 18 miles an hour. I, I think you know what it's going to be like? Remember when the Niners came here and played that that time in the rain? I think that's yeah. what. 2019? Yeah, I think I think that's what it could be like. And that's and that is the great equalizer in in football. I played all my life, and uh, you could be a great passing team and a great running team, but when you have that kind of weather, it kind of equals things out. So trap game, maybe. I don't see trap game. I see I see a though. Lamar game. L- Lamar in that Niners game, I think he was spectacular, and I think he threw the ball pretty well in that game too. Vinny, I hope you're right. Me All too. Right, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great rest. Of- oh, thank you very much. But uh, you know, look, Kieran Williams, he could go off in this game. No it doubt, it could be a battle. Like yeah. running quarterbacks, extreme advantage Baltimore in this one against Matt Stafford. But we shall see. I mean, the weather's a. It's a very interesting thing to follow because we're sitting here what on a Wednesday. And now all of a sudden we're assuming it's going to be a monsoon on Sunday. Who knows? You could wake up Sunday morning and the sun will be out. Let's hope so. But But you never know. I'll I'll believe the weather when I'm sitting in the weather. We'll be at uh, Brew Brothers, by the way. Got to give them a plug (laughs) for Baltimore Game Day. Uncensored, the pregame show starting at 10 o'clock. Let's go to our beauty. It's Ed. Ed, what's up? Bob, Vinny, good morning to you, gentlemen. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay, Bob. Thank you for asking. Um, one one true indicator of a potential championship football team is quality roster depth, talent, top to bottom. Um, last game, Nelson Aguilar with a great downfield block and equally sure hands reception for valued yardage um, at that time. Arthur Millette with the pivotal big play, quarterback sack at factor time, and a must-do situation. Excellent contribution by both those pros. Um, Ravens' offensive skill positions all have matchup speed to compete against anyone. Um, Bob Vinny, as you guys often say about players, just allow them to do what they do best. And I totally agree with that. And that being said, OBJ – He's the king of the quick-release slant pass 
back shoulder fade, and red zone deep corner route. Mitchell and Hill at least one wheel route each to isolate a linebacker in the disadvantaged chase like 49ers do with McCaffrey. Uh, Edwards, with the block and release circle out dump pass to get a big back in space, again like the 49ers do with Debo. Um, likely. Should see the play action fake bootwaggle pass to the flats, quick release seams and screens to the flats and, and middle field. The reason, because he's instant north direction yak yardage with a vengeance. Get the ball in his hands as, as your main screen receiver. Flowers, any and all touches possible, at least eight targets a game. Um, last thing today, the main key against the Rams this week, we know where to find Stafford. Raven Rush should decide this ball game, collapse and contain. <clears throat> That's it, gentlemen. Thank you. All right, Ed. Enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday. Ed, as always, making some good points here about the matchup. Yeah. And I think this, Bob, when you got a guy like Stafford that doesn't move and wants to get the ball out quick, the pressure's got to come from up the middle. It's got to come from up the middle and make him move. That's going to be the key. Pierce, Matabike, th- those guys. And then the stunts and twists, that's, that's what it's got to be. A-gap. A-gap pressure. Going back, by the way, to this 49er game in uh, 2019 that you brought up. 20 to 17. Yeah, Lamar was 14 of 23, 105 yards, a touchdown. Did rush for over 100 yards and a TD. Jimmy G was 15 of 21 for a touchdown. Raheem Raheem Mostert rushed for 146 yards that day. And it came down to uh, Justin Tucker kicking a field goal at the buzzer to win it for Baltimore. Yeah, it said neither rain, wind, nor the San Francisco 49ers' top-ranked defense could prevent Lamar Jackson from leading to the eighth straight win for the Niners. So, yeah, that uh, that's what it could be like. But the Rams aren't as talented as... No. <laughs> I mean, the 49ers that year, if you forgot, went to the Super Bowl. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7. The Fed will come back, take more of your phone calls. 410-583-1057. Got the Dirty Dozen coming up here this hour as well, around 1045. And joining us, Vinny, at 11 o'clock, Kyle Phoenix from Baltimore Beatdown and from BaltimoreRavens.com. His impressions of the Rams and the Ravens' schedule down the street. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it always. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 1057 The Fan. Got Vinny's Dirty Dozen coming up here through 13 weeks of an NFL season. Seems like only yesterday. Norm, I know you hate it when I talk about the passage of time and reflecting on things. By the way, my Christmas tree's up. Not six months, five months. But it seems like only yesterday we are out there at one winning drive watching in training camp. Yeah, no doubt. 
Now here we are in the uh, first week of December. Bob, my daughter was showing me today, one of her friends, they have an upside-down Christmas tree. You ever heard of that? Negative. Yeah, she said, Dad, that, Dad that's that's pretty popular. Norm, have you ever heard of that? I have. I don't understand the physics of it. Yeah, it's upside down. I don't know, but it is. What does it sit on? Uh, does it have a stand? I guess I, you yeah. hang it from the ceiling. Well, I that assume. I don't know. Is there still an angel or star on the bottom? Upside down Christmas tree. No, because the bottom is... Wow. The bottom... Yeah, the, the bottom is the, the top. Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the upside down pyramid system. It's a funnel system. Yeah, I don't know why you want to... Yeah. Our tree... I stick oh, with tradition. Yeah, only time our tree gets upside down when the cat's Throw it knock away. it over. <laughs> I'll throw it in the box. I have a fake tree, and I'm not uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. Real trees smell great, but good luck, sweet. Anyway, we're not here talking about all that nonsense. But Kyle Phoenix will be joining us. Vinny's Dirty Dozen, as we said. Got the whip around 11-15. Mike Golick Jr. will be joining us talking about the NFL. And what's all this hubbub about Zach Wilson not wanting to play? And then apparently he, after things started to leak, he went into solace and said, I do want to play. And then Aaron Rodgers, uh, Nolan, if you could pull this from the Pat McAfee show, yeah. he basically napalmed the Jets yesterday. Oh, no, the organization and leaks and yeah. everything else. If, it, good organizations don't have leaks. Yeah. Think about it. He's with the Jets. He might not play this year. And Green Bay might make the playoffs with Jordan Love yeah. putting up numbers this year, which are almost identical to what Aaron Rodgers was putting up last year. But the Ravens seven-point favorites against the Rams coming up Sunday. Weather doesn't look ideal, but who knows? We'll find out 1 o'clock on Sunday. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch, what's going on? Good morning, Bob. Uh, Vinny, I uh, hope everything's well. Everything's all right, Mitch. Hey, uh, Jackson having a great year. Um, but what about co-MVP? Him and uh, Tyreek Tyree Hill is having an incredible year, too. He's going to make it uh, 2,000 yards uh, passes. It always seems to be there has to be a, a quarterback to get the MVP. And what is up with the schedule makers? I mean, they make it tough for Baltimore. It seems like the rest of the year, Baltimore has got some great games to see. It's amazing. It's too bad they don't do what they do in college football. Baltimore, yeah, because they they have a tough schedule. They have good wins. They're a good team. They'll be in no matter you know how many of the few losses they have. It's, it's lucky you got to play the game, see who gets in. Anyway, what do you think about the Kobe thing? And thanks for taking my call. All right, thank you, Mitch. What do you think about Tyreek Hill getting MVP consideration? I think Mike I, Preston is lobbying for that. I, I I I think he should right now. And with Lamar, and just like Mitch, just like you said. The schedule that Lamar's got, if they go four and one or whatever, he'll be right in the hunt. If they go uh, two and three, he won't be in the hunt. I mean, the next five games are going to determine Lamar's candidacy. Well, the good news is, and we brought this up yesterday, Vinny, when you were out, Lamar's playing in these games. Yes. The last two Decembers, Lamar Jackson was not on the field and that alone gives him a chance to get MVP. But in 2019, we look at that schedule. They played some very difficult opponents that year on their way to 14 and two, which included wins against San Francisco Super Bowl team blowout winning against Houston playoff team winning at Buffalo, which was uh, now just starting to get on the verge of being whatever they are right yeah. now. And who knows what the bills are all about, but still this schedule is difficult, but what do they say? Pressure makes diamonds. Is Lamar yeah. a diamond or is he a lump of coal Bob, or are the know, Ravens? diamonds? You know, what's great for 
the Ravens. I mean, if Lawrence is out, plus Jacksonville's three and four at home, five and zero oh on the road. Man, be honest with you, I thought the Ravens would have beat them with Trevor Lawrence, but yeah. he still may play in that game. But either way, Ravens have historically struggled down in Florida, lost there last year. Yeah. As a matter of fact, and I believe Lamar was playing in that game. Let's get out to the phones. Portet five eight three. 1057 is the number. Just tuning in. Craig Kimbrell, veteran closer, multiple time All Star. Looks like he might be signing with the Orioles here. You got a problem with that? Well, we don't know what the financial particulars are, but you get the point. <coughs> Go to Ellicott City. It's Kevin. Kevin, what's going on? What's up, Vinny and Bob? How y'all doing? Good, man. Y'all excited for this weekend? What's up? Yeah. Always excited uh, yeah. for the weekend. And sports has nothing to do with it most of the time, Kevin, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> kind of all revolves around it, but still, there's some other things I'm excited about. I can appreciate that, Bob, for sure, my man. I uh, I shared with Nolan that, uh, you know, look, it, I don't really see this as any kind of a trap game for us, but I do – reflect back and feel like maybe a few quarters during the NFL season we uh, fell into some traps and you know we kind of got caught up per se but I feel like uh, you know learning from the moments really should lead us to feel good obviously one at a time but man we really can reel off five in a row off this break and then we'd have you know what four games left three games left for if we were to continue, obviously, to be a Super Bowl, and that's it. We can do that, right? Well, take them one at a time. I mean, because who gets hurt, who doesn't get hurt? You know, all, look at uh, what what's happened with teams, you know, when they lose their quarterback, all of a sudden, uh, you know, oh, they're done. Um, and same with Jacksonville. They're going to be playing uh, Beathard. And that's going to be difficult oh, yeah. at Cleveland. Is you know, Man, I mean, and he got hurt Monday night too. See him grabbing his wrist. Yeah. So that quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, things happen quickly. Um, but yeah, the Ravens. I think you know the Rams. The, there's only one game they're not going to be favored, and that's a Niner game. Oh, okay, yeah, because they're going to give that. To, they're going to give that to them. But the uh, the only other supplemental quick thought I had was. Uh, you know, the one thing I love that's in Lamar Jackson's favor, even compared to the, the quarterbacks, whoever they have to put in there out in front of him, you know, look, that man's dealt with probably the most pressure as an NFL high-profile player compared to even a lot of them other quarterbacks. So maybe that gives us an advantage too some ways. You know what I mean? Lamar I think Josh Allen deals with a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, well, a lot yeah. of it's self-inflicted, though. No doubt. Thanks, fellas. All right, Kevin. All right. Thanks. Well, I think Zach Wilson's dealing with a little. Oh push. boy! Vinny at eighty one oh five seven. The Fed. When we come back, thirty dozen after thirteen weeks. Who are the twelve best teams in the National Football League? Vinny's going to let you know when we come back. Kyle Phoenix, Baltimore Beatdown, BaltimoreRavens.com joins us at eleven o'clock. Whip around eleven fifteen. Tons going on. World of Sports. Mike Golick Jr. Talk some NFL with him. What about this Zach Wilson stuff and the leakage from locker rooms and clubhouses and organizations? Where does it come from and how do you stop it? Vinny and Haney's Dirty Dozen. 
12 best NFL teams according to our GM, Vinny Serrato. You're damn right I'm serious. Look, they might not be pretty, but any one of mine is worth 10 of yours. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday, a day late. But we're getting it to you anyway. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. 13 weeks of NFL fun is done. Concluded on Monday night with Cincinnati stunning Jacksonville in overtime. As Jake Browning was dealing like he was at Washington when he led them to the Final Four back in 2016. Trevor Lawrence, who knows how long he's going to be out, but it didn't look good for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we're getting ready for Week 14, but we have to judge based on what we've seen. 13 weeks in, the 12 best teams in the National Football League, otherwise known as Vinny's Dirty Dozen. All right, let's look at last week recap. Philly 1, San Fran 2, Kansas City 3, Baltimore 4, Dallas 5, Miami 6, Jacksonville 7, Detroit 8, Pittsburgh 9, Denver 10, Indy 11, Cleveland 12. (laughs) So coming in at 12, 6-6 L.A. Rams. Beat Cleveland 36-19 at Baltimore. Rams have won three straight for the first time since their Super Bowl run. Coming in at number 11, also 6-6, six six, the Green Bay Packers beat Kansas City 27-19. They're at the Giants on Monday night. Ugh. That'll be a crap game to but watch. But how about Jordan Love all of a sudden picking it up and uh, the Watson kid yeah. is starting to play really well. Yeah, I was a year late on him. I picked him for uh, rookie of the year last year. Hey, but he if he can stay healthy, we see the impact that he's making for that team. Now, the Packers sure. have won four and five, including back-to-back wins versus Detroit and Kansas City, which is pretty impressive. Both at home. No, one of, they were at Detroit yeah, and Kansas City. Home. All right, coming in at 10. The Gardner Minshew, Indianapolis Colts, 7-5. and five, Beat Tennessee 31-28 in overtime. With two block, you saw the special teams coach got fired. Got fired yesterday. Yeah. yeah, they are at Cincy. The Colts are eighth in points scored, averaging twenty five points per game. I tell you what, Minshew may get, uh, you know, a little decent contract, you know, next year as a solid number two for somebody. I would think. Yeah, because Richardson's going to be the starter there. Yeah. We know that. But Indianapolis, I mean, who would have thought we'd ever <coughs> be talking about them being in the dirty dozen at any point? Well, Bob, During the season. how about we've got uh, three teams from the AFC South in there? Yeah, which we thought was the worst division you in know football. That. Coming in at nine, speaking of the AFC South, seven and five Houston beat Denver 22-17, which was a good game. They're at the Jets. They're getting ready to be eight and five. Houston has won seven of their last ten, and their three losses – we're by a combined seven points. First one was the Baltimore yeah. opening game, and uh, I'd like somebody to tell me why D'Amico Ryans isn't the front runner for Coach of the Year. And and in that game, Bob um, Stroud, he struggled the first half, but then the second half, you saw yep. what he's doing now. All right, coming in at number eight, eight and four, Jacksonville. They lost to Cincy 34-31 in overtime. They're at Cleveland which is going to be a big game. It's a big game for both teams, really. Yeah. I mean, that's a playoff game. Because Jacksonville, if they lose and Houston and Indy win, they're all tied. So they're not even geared. I mean, they went from if they won that game, you're the number one seed. Now you may not. If you lose this week, 
you're not even first in the division. And you may have lost your quarterback, but we talked off the air. Jacksonville sucks at home. Yeah, that's crazy. Three they, and four. Yeah, and they're five and zero oh on the road. Yep. All right, coming in at seven, nine and three. Detroit. They beat New Orleans 33-28. They're at the Bears. Now, Lions are only one of two NFL teams averaging over 400 yards of offense. You know who the other one is? How many teams? Two? Two. 400 yards of offense. I'm going to go Dolphins. You're right. How about that? Greatest show on turf. Yeah. Part five. All right, coming in at six, nine and four, Kansas City lost to Green Bay 27-19. They're hosting Buffalo. Since he became a full-time starter in 2018, Patrick Mahomes has never had a quarterback rating under 98.5. His rating is 95.1 in 2023. Get rid of him. Overpaid hack. Yeah. Get him some receivers. Yeah, how about that? Coming in at five, nine and three, Dolphins. They they skull dragged Washington 45-15. They host Tennessee on Monday night, which will be another puffy <laughs> pants. We have two Monday night games this week. Yeah. All right. Uh, 20 times this entire season, a wide receiver has surpassed 157 yards in a game. Tyreek Hill's done it five times. Yeah, and he did it again against Washington, as you said, on Sunday. And after they had fired Del Rio and the uh, secondary, secondary coach. coach. I mean, the, the that passes, worked out great. The, the adjustments that he can make running fast. I mean, he, he's Patrick Mahomes probably saying, damn, why did you guys do that? Yeah, no doubt. Coming in at four, nine and three, Dallas beat Seattle 41-35. They host Philly. In his last six games, Dak Prescott has 20 TDs and two picks. Well, let's see him against Philadelphia. Let's see these litmus test games for him. And he's someone like Lamar mentioned as an MVP candidate, as we talked about on Monday. Right now, according to the odds makers, Brock Purdy is the leader. Dallas six and zero at home. Bob three and three on the road. Coming in at three nine and three. Baltimore. They were on by hosting the Rams. Since October first, the Ravens have scored more points two hundred twenty five than eight teams have scored in a season. Yeah, they had what five games in a row where they scored thirty, 30 or more. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in at two ten and two. Philly lost to San Fran forty two nineteen. They're at Dallas. Jalen Hurts has twelve rushing TDs. The NFL record by a quarterback is 14 by Cam Newton in 2011. But that he's great. He's another MVP guy. But what was up with their defense Sunday against uh, San Francisco? Secondary was kind of a sieve, and they weren't tackling. Mm-mm. So, uh, and and Bob Dallas has been throwing the heck out of that ball. They're in Dallas, so that can be in. You know, they're gonna. It's not gonna be bad weather there because Jerry will have it. The, do- the dome closed. Yeah, Cowboys are favorite in that game, too. No doubt. Three and a half. Coming in at once, nine and three, San Fran. Beat Philly 42-19. They're hosting Seattle. Niners have beaten the Eagles and Cowboys by the combined score of 84 to 29. And they're pretty significant favorites here, 10 and a half. Yeah. I mean, we saw Seattle against Dallas uh, last Thursday night. I mean, when Geno Smith is on point. I mean, they can uh, do some damage offensively, yeah. but division San, game. San Francisco's cooking right now and yeah. cooking, cooking with gas, as they say. All right. So overall, San Fran one, Philly two, Baltimore three, Dallas four, Miami five, Kansas City six, Detroit seven, Jacksonville eight, 
Houston 9, Indy 10, Green Bay 11, the Rams 12. We'll get to the worst teams in the NFL. The Feeble 5 coming up around 1.30. We've got a lot to get to when we come back. Kyle Phoenix is going to be joining us from Baltimore Beatdown and from BaltimoreRavens.com. We'll preview this Rams game coming up Sunday at 1 o'clock. Whip around 11.15. Mike Golick Jr., Longtime radio personality. He'll be joining us to talk about the drama in New York with the Jets. Apparently, Steeler fans, some of them want Mike Tomlin gone oh, I saw in, that. in Pittsburgh. We'll get into that and more. Got a fun house trip. Nolan McGraw coming up around 11.45. Looks like the Orioles are about to sign Craig Kimball, even though Mike Elias was just on MLB Network and did not uh, confirm nor deny that story. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.